Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. Well, it has just gone 11 o'clock. Uh, good evening and welcome to it. This is the second hour of uh, Tuesday's edition of Intimate Moments with me, uh, Godfrey Moabi. And of course, we're going all the way until 12 uh, midnight. Uh, so far, so good, I believe. And uh, we just have to keep on uh, believing him, to keep on trusting him. Uh, there's 10 things, like I said, that I don't pray for anymore. There's 10 things that I don't even you know, waste my time worrying about them anymore. I've prayed about them for many years, and I feel horror it's enough now. Even when they come to me, it's like uh, you are being bullied, and uh, the bully doesn't bother you anymore. The only thing left for you is to knock that person, you know, uh, knock them off or knock them out, knock them out. That's the right uh, boxing way that I was looking for. So that's the only thing that is left. So he's been bothering you for a very long time. You've been praying. Uh, and the, uh, the solution is not in your prayer. The solution is in you. Uh, the solution is actually, is, is actually in your hands. You don't have to pray about this thing anymore. You just have to knock this thing out once and for all. If you have a sword, you just have to cut its heads off once and for all. So, yeah, sometimes you are at that stage where in, in your life. And, yeah, we really need to look at certain things. Some things we just have to outgrow them. Uh, some some things, yes, when we start, um, they get moved by our emotion, you know. We get moved by our emotions, our crying, and we, the louder we cry, you know, the faster they will move. But certain things, they will just re- remain resolute and they won't budge. So, you have to come up with a new tactic. That one of crying and making a lot of noise is not working anymore. Uh, yeah, just like Moses, there was a time when he would pray to the Moses, and Moses would say to him, Moses, why are you praying? Huh? Just raise your hand, man. Stop being like a baby here. Hey. Just raise your, your, your hand, raise your stick that you have, man, and then something will happen. But hey, uh, that is not to say we should be independent from um, the, the Holy Spirit, you know, prompting and leadership. But like I said, sometimes he just gives you uh, the word of wisdom to say, yes, this one, man, just knock out, knock this thing out. Hmm? Well, and sometimes you don't have to do that. Sometimes you just have to speak to the mountain. Sometimes you have to go around the mountain. Sometimes you just have to climb the mountain and enjoy the beautiful view that the mountain can give you. And of course, that can happen through uh, the presence of the Holy Spirit, who is a spirit of wisdom, who actually helps us to do uh, what we need to do in all areas of our lives at all the times of our lives. brothers worthy to be praised. It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new look, easy to use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. It's good for you as our listener to know about Radio Pulpit's activities. Or do you need advice in an area of your life? then why don't you log on to www.radiopulpit.co.za. Here you can talk to us, listen to us via live audio streaming, and there is also other reading material for the soul. 
What are you waiting for? Visit the Radio Pulpit website right now. www.radiopulpit.co.za Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Be doers of the word with 657 AM. Sounds of life. On the line, we are joined by Tatana Sylvester Makubele. Tatana, good evening and welcome once again to Intimate Moments. Hey, good evening, Tatana uh, Godfrey, and good evening to our listeners. Uh, it's a pleasure for me to be with you tonight, uh, talking about the beautiful uh, method. Um, last week we talked about, uh, the previous week we've been focusing on marriage, uh, the legal marriage, or civil uh, marriage and customary marriage. But today, let us talk something on abuse. Mm. And then we'll focus on spiritual abuse. You know, there are number of uh, abuses. Remember, there is a physical abuse, which is uh, physical abuse, which is domestic violence, uh, beating one another, and so forth. And we have sexual abuse, which is, uh, includes rape and forced sex, and, and, and we also have psychological uh, violence, psychological uh, abuse, where you see people calling each other names. And uh, we have, again, emotional abuse, financial abuse. And verbal. And all... Yes, sir. Verbal abuse also, right? Uh, and verbal abuse also. Mm. So I think we'll get a chance to talk about all those abuses. But today we will focus on spiritual abuse. Mm. And I know that maybe one might be listening and... Uh, uh, having the same thoughts as mine, Tahori, is there something called uh, spiritual abuse, though? There is, uh, man of God, there is something that is called spiritual abuse, um, and we'll give examples about it. Um, um, of course, the spiritual abuse, uh, people talk don't talk about it much uh, because of... Uh, maybe not knowing about it and so forth, but I think it's a good topic to talk about. Uh, spiritual abuse is sort of a um, religious, uh, it's connected to religious, it's connected to all those uh, kind of um, worship uh, that we do. But um, the spiritual abuse, men of God, Sometimes it will be maybe if you have a partner or even in a church um, using some religious and spiritual beliefs to manipulate a person. A uh, long time ago, Harisa Kula, uh, men used to do it, uh, this spiritual abuse. They used to do it a lot uh, in our youth. You find somebody saying that. Uh, uh, God has shown me that I must be married to you. And, and, and with, with that, and, and with that, the person, because maybe you are in a higher authority in the church, so when you speak and say God said, then you don't give another person a reason, a reason, the capacity to reason, 
with what you are saying because already you have said God said so. So, and you end up being in a relationship, but that is a manipulative relationship because it's not a concern for two people, but it's that that somebody is being used, being forced in a relationship because the there is a spiritual part of it where you say that God has shown me that. Um, pastors also do it sometimes, men of God, uh, going to somebody and say that uh, God said you must give a million. So such things is uh, it's somehow manipulative. We can call it spiritual abuse, um, or, or sometimes in a, in a home setup where you are um, where you are you find it a lot, men of God, where you are in a home and you are forced to worship ancestral uh, ancestral gods or you are forced saying that now we in here you are not allowed to go to church or you are married in a family where you are from a, a, a spiritual Christian background but in the family uh, they have uh, uh, they, 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 they worship Badim and then you are forced to live your, 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 your Christian life, life and to worship the God of the family. So those are somehow spiritual abuse because you are forced to do it. It's not your will. It's just that you are married to this kind of a family. Then you have to go on with them. Sometimes you find that um, so many things we can say about this thing, men of God. Um, and then sometimes you also find it in the in other religions where one is forced or, or threat to harm or kill in the name of honor. There are some religions that we know that uh, if, if maybe you, you, you died in a war or you commit suicide like that, you might you are considered to have been, to have died in honor. So sometimes they can actually force you to do corruption and say if you kill, if you are killed in this, you have died in honor of our God. So things like that, men of God, it is what is happening, uh, spiritual abuse. So, 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 so in most cases, you are being manipulated to do what you don't want to do. Yeah, you are no. manipulated to do what you don't want to do, like, like using uh, religious teachings or cultural decision, uh, mm. traditions as an excuse to do violence. Uh, as an excuse for violence, um, like people are violating you, but the teaching is um, it has to happen. You can be violated, you can be even physical abuse, but then you are you are not allowed to to report anywhere mm. because this is a spiritual matter. But, you, but, are, you, but, are, but, you are being violated because. Mm-hmm, Let's look at the the, the rippling effect, the ripple effect of uh, uh, spiritual abuse. Are they uh, as painful as the the ones of other types of abuses like uh, uh, sexual abuse, physical abuse, uh, verbal abuse, and the like? 
I say again, man of God. I'm saying the effects of uh, this type of abuse, are they the same with regards to um, you know, the magnitude of the pain? Are they as painful as the verbal abuse or um, sexual abuse and, and many other abuse? Or this is like, you know, light kind of abuse. They are, they are light. They're not as, as painful as the other types of abuses. Uh, men of God, they are the most painful. They are the most painful. Uh, it's sort of, uh, it will be, it's the same as emotional, actually. That uh, emotional abuse and spiritual abuse, they can be more, they can have more impact or even a longer People can suffer longer than physical abuse sometimes um, because they are um, there are actually implications on this man of God that uh, you will be uh, say for instance you are married to a person that you did not want to marry it's just because your pastor said God said so now even if you are not comfortable it means that you will be you'll be forced for the rest of your life to live with a person that is not your read, or it's not the read that you are from. So, yes, it is painful. Um, you'll be in, a, in an unhappy also, relationship. Man of God? You'll be in an unhappy relationship. You'll be in an unhappy an, an happy relationship because false marriages falls under uh, spiritual abuse. Remember somewhere there is this thing Yahori um, they uh, they will force marriage. Is the first marriage is a spiritual abuse because say for instance the, the the parents sometimes agree to say that these two will get married. Sometimes in some of our provinces you have the parents marrying forcefully marrying their daughters to some rich men or to some for traditional um, uh, God's reasons like that. So it is a kind of abuse when you force someone to marry someone else, uh, young girls to be married to older people or, or forced like that. It, it, it is an abuse. It, it is a spiritual abuse. So forced marriage is an is a, is a, um, it is actually a spiritual abuse. Like, uh, for instance, Forcing the children to be brought up in a faith that uh, mom has not agreed to. Let us look at this one. For, forcing the children to be brought up in a faith that mom has not agreed to. Like, for instance, uh, you, you get married. So in, in other ways, that, that will be in marriage where um, a woman is being abused because there is no agreement on the religion, in, on religious matters, spiritual matters. Um, as I said before, that if you are from a Christian family, and then now you are in this family, where you are forced uh, to worship ancestors, even if you previously you were not, but then now even your, your children are forced to they are forced to actually do that. 
Now, um, let, yeah. let's look at the, the signs, the tell, the tale-telling signs of an, uh, an abusive uh, organization or an, ab- an abusive church. Mostly, I know that uh, um, these are the um, they they are the the fruit uh, of the what you call the cult, the cultic uh, religious uh, you know organizations are the one that uh, cause their members to suffer the most. But I know that uh, it is not uh, clearly seen by everybody that, that this could be a cult, but then you find yourself in a church that you think that uh, this is a good church, but you happen to be abused and sometimes not knowing. Well, what are the signs that tells that uh, this organization or what, what is happening here is actually an abuse. What is it that people can be able to see, uh, at least from afar? It's a spiritual abuse here before they go deep into, uh, you know, into it. Uh, yes, man of God, thank you very much. Yes, actually abuse, it will be a false thing. It will be a false, false space where you are forced to, um, to attend ceremonies of which is against your will. So that will be abuse. And if you are in a cult, uh, and sometimes, as you said, men of God, we, the people are able to see from a distance that this other people is sort of a cult. So people are manipulated in the name of religion. They are false. And some people might not even see that this is a false religion. Um, so it's... Um, so the, in that case, it would be a pastor who spiritually so abused his people, abused his members um, in, in that sense. And other people will be seen from from far. And sometimes it causes conflict, especially if the husband and wife, they are not in that same thing. That the husband is not there, but can see, clearly see that here it's like we are... It's like something is wrong with it. So we can see from afar. But spiritual abuse, when we take it home, like we take it to a, a, a place where, if we take it to a place where it's a family setup, um, so abuse will be, spiritual abuse will also be, uh, say for a sentiment of God, denying, if you deny um your wife access to ceremonies, places of worship, um, things like that. You know that the other people who are not allowed to go to church, but they are husbands. So that will fall under spiritual abuse. So it, it will be people who are not allowed to go to the church. We, we know those things. We know there are people who are not allowed. They do want to be in church, but the husband doesn't want it might be a husband who wants to go to church, but then the wife doesn't want. So that is, you are, you, are, you are kept home. You are kept home against your will. You will be wanting to go to church, but then you are kept home uh, against your will. That you can't go to church. In this home, you are forced uh, to worship the or to worship uh, um, other gods. You are not allowed to go to church. So if that is happening against the will, it is a spiritual abuse. 
So anything that yes, happens yes. against your will, it's abuse? Yes, yes. Especially with, with this spiritual matters, as we are talking about uh, spiritual matters. Um, Let's look at the, the healing process of the people that suffered from this kind of abuse. How long does it normally take for them to recover completely? Let's say for those who have been abused uh, spiritually and end up losing their assets and stuff like that. Uh, is it possible for them to recover from such a state of, of the mental state or the spiritual state of, of abuse? And if it does, how long does it take and how can you be able to assist somebody that has acknowledged abuse because others, it's like they're enjoying abuse. They don't even want to be told that they're being abused and others are afraid to get out of that kind of a, an abusive relationship. And how, how do you then help such people and how long does it take actually for people to, to get out and to heal completely? I know that some have lost trust in, in the churches and the, the leadership of the churches. Even when they hear about the word the Holy Spirit and the, and the name of God and all that, they, they, they like close their hearts completely. Is it possible for those people to come out and to be healed completely? Uh, yes, men of God, thank you very much. It depends on what kind of a spiritual abuse it is. Uh, some have got maybe long, uh, long-lasting uh, impact, um, like forced marriage. If you are forced to get, you have been forced to get married in the name of God, but uh, God actually um, wanted you to marry to that family. Then, of course, that is difficult because now in that family that you have been forced to marry. Um, you, you might have kids and so forth, so it's difficult. It means that you have to get uh, the counseling, but then it will be difficult to handle that. But I know on the first marriage, sometimes they are, the government come in and say that you can't force children to get married, especially those, I forgot the Zulu name, or the vernacular name where, where kids are forced to get married. So in that case, it's something that has um, long-lasting impact. Uh, but then the other kind of abuse, sometimes if it's a pastor and a member abuse, where sometimes at the end of the day you, you find yourself lo- having lost a lot of money because the pastor was milking you money in the name of God said so uh, and manipulating you like that. Or your husband has been manipulating you like that to say that you must do this, you must do that. And also pastors, men of God, they do it in the um, manipulating their wives. You find that uh, the pastor is starting a church or a person is starting a church and decides to get a person who has money, decides to marry a person who has money, but the, but the aim is for that person to help the person build a church or a ministry. So when you wake up and see that here I've been used, it's difficult. So, But of course, we can, um, um, people need to talk about these things because sometimes you, 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 see, you see that you have been spiritually abused after when it's too late, after when you have been used in the name of God. Tatana, because of time, I think we're going to have to leave it right here. But, uh, yeah, the most high willing, we can, can continue with it. And I know that we haven't really touched the issue. Our pastors also can suffer from this uh, 
uh, spiritual abuse. Mm. Much as pastors can abuse the congregants, the congregants are also able and capable of abusing uh, their pastors uh, spiritually. But yeah, anyway, pastor. because of time, uh, perhaps pastors are, are listening and they also want to talk to you about their own uh, abuse uh, that came from their church members. Um, and many other people about this uh, topic. How can they get hold of you? Uh, thank you, man of, man of God. Uh, my number is 082 071 1890. 082 071 1890. And uh, I'm on Facebook. I've got a page on Facebook at the uh, Vesta You'll see it because it talks about uh, uh, counseling and marriage of people. So those are my contacts, Thank you very much. Thank you, Dadana. Legamos. God bless you. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za You can now buy your favorite programs and series of the past 38 years on eCompanion, Radio Pulpit's own online shop. Revisit programs by beloved presenters like Justice Chungu, Cecile Berger, Esti Geldenais, and Pastor Aaron Jelly. Books and CDs from various authors and artists, as well as Radio Pulpit t-shirts, caps, and other branded products will also be available on eCompanion, your one-stop soul food shop. Visit radiopulpit.co.za and click on shop. T's and C's apply. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.